Hey friends, it's Jana and Ashley. Welcome back to Season 3 of the Geek Girls Universe Podcast, your home for the latest entertainment and fandom news. Hey friends, it's Jana. Welcome back to the Geek Girls Universe. Today we are talking about Moon Knight Episode 2. It picks up right where we left Mark, in the Moon Knight suit, beating up the jackal. Steven takes it back over and makes his mission to figure out who Mark Spector is. Be careful what you wish for, Stephen. Oh, and by the way, mm, nice suit. But first, if you're new here or you haven't already, we would love it if you subscribed and left us a rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever it is that you're listening from. It helps our podcast reach other geeks. And the more the geekier, right? We also have a Facebook group, Geek Girls Universe. You don't have to be a girl to join, only a geek. This is your spoiler warning. If you have not yet watched episode two of Moon Knight, Stop and turn around now and go hit Disney Plus because we hate being a spoiler, but we're going to talk about Moon Knight episode two. All the things. All the things. So many good things. So you have a breakdown for us, Miss Ashley? I do. Yay. I'm so excited. It's so good. All right. So like you said, this week starts where last week ended. We hear the sounds of the jackals dying as Mark takes them out in that bathroom. He comes stomping out. (laughs) It's fine. Steven wakes up in his bedroom. He calls out for Mark, but Mark doesn't respond. So now Steven's like, okay, I'm just, I'm crazy, right? Because that's what a rational, (laughs) that's what we all would think at this point, right? We would all think, okay, we're bonkers. You know, someone's having a laugh. If we're going to talk, you know, with British (laughs) euphemisms um for sure he's a little bonkers steven you're well you're not really bonkers steven but we'll get Mm. to it well i mean he's a bit bonkers (laughs) a bit but he doesn't know he thinks that he's just you know have these really crazy vivid dreams but he shows up at the museum and something has definitely happened portions have been taped off that bathroom is completely destroyed (laughs) it is it's Steven. <laughs> so Steven's like, oh my gosh, they caught it all on camera. I can prove to myself and to everybody else, right, that I'm not crazy. So he asked JP, the security guard, if he can watch the footage with him. He's warning him, right? My man, you're going to be shocked. Like it's going to, it's going to wreck you. Believe what you see. It's going to wreck you. Some Area 51 level stuff, and <laughs> yes. So he's warning him, right? He's like, oh, just yeah, you're going to be shocked. Well, the only thing shocking about the footage, right, is that it shows Stephen is clearly upset, running from his, running for his life from absolutely nothing. There's nothing chasing him. Although you know, when he J- comes out, oh, we're not there yet. So JP's like, uh, "Is that? Are you crying?" And he's like, "Yeah, a little. It's fine." But like, dude, no, no, no. He's like, "Right there, right there." And JP's like, I don't, "What am I looking at? Is this the Hound of the Baskervilles?" And he's just like, I swear it was like right there. Well, it wasn't right there. But the yes, as you were saying, the person who walks out of that bathroom footage, he goes, oh, man, look at you, Stephen. He's like, that's not me. That was definitely Mark (laughs) being cold blooded, cold blooded Mark Spector walked out of that bathroom. And that face says it all. He's like, gives that camera a look and he's like, yo. <laughs> yeah. He's like, yeah, I just did that. I just murdered that jackal and that bathroom. <laughs> and what are you going to do about it? Absolutely nothing. That's right. So Steven is clearly blamed for the damage. I mean, obviously, right? It looks like Steven Poor did Steven. it. Steven. 
Poor Steven. But how can the guy that goes crying and cowering destroy a bath? I don't know. Dude, for real. Like, <laughs> I mean, if you looked at the bathroom, there was like literally no physical possible way that Steven could have done that. I just. No. no. <laughs> Come on, people. Let's use your common sense. But they got to blame somebody. So they blame the guy that Mark yeah. Spector looks exactly like, which is Steven. Um, but he's not arrested, rather. They decide to suggest that he goes to see a therapist who's they all, the brochure makes them seem rather lovely and like great listeners. Um, poor Stephen. Instead, he goes back to the golden statue, Crawley, to tell him what happened. Mm-hmm. Talking things over with Crawley, he realizes that in order to prove to himself that he isn't losing his mind, he needs to find the storage locker with the key. So last week, remember, he found that key in the flip phone, the good old Motorola flip phone. Um, oh, yeah. So he, he's got the storage locker key. So he's like, well, if I can find out, figure out which storage locker this opens, maybe I can prove I'm not insane. Something's, you know, he's trying to piece together what's going on. Again, be careful what you wish, wish for, Stephen. Okay, that's that's a saying for a reason. Just, you know, putting that out there. All right. Storage locker number 43. It takes him a while because apparently there's a lot of these storage places in London. <laughs> but the guy at the desk was like, oh, man, yeah, I knew you. He's like, oh, yeah, you're in the right too? place. He's like, you're number 43. I'm like, oh, wow. You like really are pressed on Mark Spector, but okay. All right. So first off, that's a QR code next to the, lo- uh, the locker number. If you scan that code, it takes you to Marvel's website for Moon Knight Comics. So that's fun. We've had other websites from the other TV shows. Um, there was an Explore Madripoor website from Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. And there was a Roxcart website on Loki. Now, interesting yeah. enough, the Roxcart website no longer works, but the other one's still active. So I don't mm. think we're done with Madripoor. I'm just going to... You know, make that, I'm making that uh, statement, starting that theory right now. We're not done with Madripoor. Yep. Although my husband would be like, it's probably just because the domain, whatever, hasn't expired yet. But whatever. I like my theory better. We're not done with Madripoor. I mean, why wouldn't, I? please, Marvel's <laughs> way, but whatever, Carol. <laughs> uh. That. There's no way Marvel just <laughs> happened to not let that one expire, but the rock cart one did. No, 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 no. Come on now. We all know better than that. That is not a game that Marvel plays. I mean, I know this, you know this, but you know, you know how they think. Robots don't know this. Yeah. Okay. Carry on. <laughs> okay. So if you want to do a nerdy deep dive, if you want to look at Moon Knight volume one, number 43, which is part of a larger comic run. Um, the Infinity War, which is a sequel to the Infinity Gauntlet. All those names and terms should sound very familiar. He is helping the Avengers fight against an army of doppelgangers. Or, I don't know, variants, maybe? Mm. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Exactly. Just putting it out there. You should probably read it. Just, just say. You shouldn't not not read it. Maybe, you know, whatever. Okay, so inside the storage unit, all right, he's not crazy. Mark Spector exists. He finds a cot. He finds outfits. He finds various weaponry. He finds a duffel bag full of different types of money. Mark Spector's got some bank. He also finds Mark Spector's passport and the golden scarab. Woo! Steven's like, man, I'm not crazy. I'm so excited. But I mean, like, 
but like you're crazy, but you're not crazy. But Mark starts talking to him from the mirror. And Steven's refusing to listen. He's like, you know what? Forget you. Forget <laughs> this. Like the bird looking guy. He's like, I'm out. I'm going to take all this illegal stuff and I'm going to take it to the police and they're going to lock me up and they're going to drug me so that I don't have to think about you anymore. Like you can't have access <laughs> to me anymore. <laughs> Essentially, Steven is like, please put me in like a medicated coma so I don't have to live this For life. Real. And Mark's like, you don't want to do that, man. Why? Because Conchu's like, no, nah, I don't think so literally starts chasing him through this, you know, creepy storage unit facility, which nobody else is at during the day. I mean, I guess it's not someplace it's you would visit Isn't often. Isn't that always the way, though? Storage units are always, like, there. empty in shows. I'm like, what? how is this? Like, I get that they're not often, like, highly trafficked, but at the same time, like, why is it always just the one person in the story <laughs> in the storage unit? I mean, do you notice this is a thing? Right. No, it's true. Even in Falcon and the Winter Soldier, like when they're in the storage units in the shores of Madripoor, they're at the pier. Literally nobody, just them. Right. So again, it's like statistically, there's you know hundreds, (laughs) hundreds of units there. Like somebody else has got to be there every time. It's so weird. It's so funny though. But (laughs) you know, okay, whatever. I mean, maybe in this case, we've got you know Egyptian deities after him they could have just like i don't know veiled the place i've been watching jujutsu Kaisen, so i'm saying veiled <laughs> they drop a veil yeah, on it so nobody else can get in or yep. yeah i don't know whatever maybe other people were like wow there's a really weird vibe in the storage unit i'm gonna get out true i mean that's true. my sister would have pieced out instantly <laughs> so it could also it could also be that right maybe that's why the storage units are always empty <laughs> Because people with a little bit more common sense than Stephen Grant were like, oh, it feels shady. Run away. <laughs> All right. So Stephen's running. Conchie's chasing him. It's very intense. He stumbles outside. He's about to get run over. Thankfully, it's Layla. You know, the woman who was calling him on the phone and who knows him by Mark Spector. She also knows Mark has a special suit. Oh, and by the way, they're married. Yikes. She's a little mad, as one would be when your husband disappears, doesn't, you know, leave any type of word that he's alive. And now you find him and he's talking with a weird British accent and going by Stephen Grant, acting like he's never seen you before. I mean, I'd be angry, too. Just saying. Mm-hmm. So in the comics, Mark is in a relationship with Marlene who is the daughter of the archaeologist who was killed on the same mission that Mark got his Moon Knight power. So in the show, Layla is taking the place of her. She's got a different last name, but the story is still the same. We learned that, you know, her father was an archaeologist and all this other stuff. So same person, just new name. I don't really know why they changed the name. I don't really have any theories to that other than just making it more accurate to you know, not being a, I don't know, a white person. Can we say that? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's honestly, that's probably it. I don't have a better theory either, to be honest. I mean, it doesn't change the story, so it doesn't really matter. No, to me. it doesn't. All right. So back at Steven's flat, because he's like, well, you know, okay, um, well, back at my flat. And you know, again, Layla's like, oh my God, stop talking with this accent. Like, what are you doing? Drop the, drop it. <laughs> 
<laughs> and he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I was waiting for her to like haul out and like Black Hunting. Widow <laughs> kick his rear end up and down the street, like beat the accent out of him, you know, like that's what I was uh-huh. kind of waiting for. But she didn't do it. Um, so they go back to his flat. Mark is in the mirror. He's in the fish tank. He's telling Stephen, do not let Layla get involved. If you let her get involved, then you're going to be responsible when they come after her. He doesn't want Conchu. He doesn't want Harrow. He doesn't want anybody coming after Layla. But Stephen is awkward and literally does not know how to not be conspicuous to save his life. Literally. Legit. <laughs> he's like, oh, I'm going to show her and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, oh, look at this bag that has stuff in it. And then he's like, oh, never mind. Do not look in the bag. And yeah, okay. <laughs> it just pushes him out of the way. And it's like, oh, bro, Golden Scarab, this thing so, that we've already been looking for. So and bad. then you just dip out. And I was like, oh, my God. Mark, I mean, Steven, you, you're bad at this. Like, you're really bad at this. So bad. Oh, my my man, or as the kids say, my dude, you are so bad at this. Um, <laughs> the two police officers show up to take Stephen in for questioning. Layla manages to escape with Scarab because she does have sense, unlike Stephen. Um, but they don't take Stephen to the police station because why would they? They work with Arthur. So they roll up into a neighborhood that Arthur runs. In the car, they mention the brutal way the archaeologist died. You know, Mark's to blame. Mark Spector's to blame um, because this happened during his mercenary days. However, anybody who knows the comics knows that's not the story. Mark was almost killed too. That's why he's got the powers of Khonshu because that's how he was saved. But of course, that's not the story they're spinning at the moment. So Arthur claims to be Khonshu's former avatar. So this whole scene was actually pretty funny just because I loved how Conchu was like in the background going, just do it, just kill him, just blah, blah, blah. And he was like making stuff shake. And Arthur's like, no, it's fine. He can't do much without you doing <laughs> stuff. He was like, let him throw his temper tantrum. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. Um, So why do they want the scarab? The scarab leads to Amit's tomb and they need it to find her to wake her up. Arthur further explains that she'll eradicate evil, bring heaven to earth, eliminate a threat before it happens. Sound familiar? Kind of sounds like Project Insight, doesn't it? From Captain mm, sure America, does. Soldier. Sure does. Oh, I feel like Amit and, uh, you know. Yeah, I think she just, she, she got the idea there. Anyways, the crocodile cane that Arthur uses happens to contain a sliver of Amit's power. It glows purple and he uses it to summon a jackal. Layla shows up to rescue Steven and she's like, bro, summon the suit. (laughs) Steven calls Arthur. (laughs) Exactly. What suit? She's like, oh my God, the suit. Again, Steven, you're exasperating everybody on the planet. Uh, Steven calls Arthur an evil wizard, which made me laugh because, you know, it's always one of the big three aliens, androids and wizards. (laughs) Yep, sure is. So he gets pushed out of the window and he starts going, suit, suit, suit. Like, how else do you summon the suit? I was dying. Like, not that way. However, he makes a superhero landing poser and he's in the Mr. Knight suit. It's definitely still Steven. I mean, the accent's there. He seems to be slightly goofy. However, he seems to be very strong. Like. Yes, he does. This Steven could have broken up this all the bits in the bathroom 
because he dents a car bumper. He lands a heavy punch. Of course, again, he's got no sense. So he was super excited about that. And, you know, there's still a bunch of bad guys around. So stop celebrating, you fool. <laughs> um, the weapons he well, pulls out. He's awkward and weird. He doesn't know. That's true. <laughs> the weapons he pulls out <laughs> are Moon Knight's truncheon, which are multi-purpose weapons that can be used as a bow staff, grappling hook, batons. They're very similar to Daredevil's billy clubs. Um, unfortunately, Stephen and his newly found very nice suit are not going to be able to take out the jackal. Okay, Mark has to take back over for this, or people are going to die. So the Moon Knight suit wraps around him. And quickly, he's standing in front of the commuter bus with an ad on it for the GRC, which was first introduced in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So these people are still around. It also confirms that we kind of already knew this is definitely post-blip kind of world. Right. Mark pulls out his crescent darts, which we love. Um, so in the comics, they're made with adamantium, mm-hmm. like Wolverine's claws. However, the MCU doesn't have that yet. I'm going to say yet, because we don't know what's going to happen when the mutants show up but with the known connections in the comics to the wakandans maybe these are vibranium how he got them i mean he was a mercenary he was in africa wakanda's in africa i don't know Mm -hmm. i mean i mean if i had to venture a guess that would be i think they're vibranium they've got to be something they can't just be you know i don't know they're not steel (laughs) <laughs> that's true they're definitely not steel because they literally take out a jackal undead jackal thing and come back to him kind of like cap shield and mjolnir and yeah they just need to be like cleaned off a little bit like there's no damage to them so i'm gonna go with vibranium or some sort of celestial metal mm-hmm. that was made in the heart of a dying star or you know something comic booky like that right so Steven's like, all right, all right, all right, we're done. Okay, you know, you beat the jackal, like, we're good. Um, So I'm going to need that body back. And Mark's like, mm, sorry, not sorry, Steven. We've got Conchu mad because Harrow has the scarab because it got dropped during the fight. Some random dude picked it up. Harrow legit used the power of Amit to take his soul, kill him. Has the scarab now, so Conchu's mad. He also reveals if Mark stops being his avatar, he will 100% go after Layla to take his place. Mark is not does not want that, which is kind of why he's been putting a lot of distance between him and Layla, which does not make it right, men of the world. <laughs> if you have an Egyptian god that's trying to like take your wife's body to use as an avatar, like you should probably just tell her instead of running away, developing an accent and living... <laughs> You know, five minutes. She said something like five miles from their house or something like that. Like, come on, guys. I know, like, stop it. Just tell her. I'm telling you, it's just better to tell her. (laughs) Therapy is also great. Um, But anyways. (laughs) So Mark is not going to give the body back to Stephen. Stephen is, like, harassing him. He loses it, breaks the glass because he's pissed, right? He's, like, yelling, shut up, and, like, stomping on the glass. And then he's like, fine, Conchie, like, whatever. Like, where are we going? And he goes, oh, you know where we're going. And Mark wakes up shirtless for those who are inquiring about that. Patty Holiday 
<laughs> shirtless in a room in Egypt overseeing the Valley of the Kings. <laughs> I was told that that's what the fans really wanted to know. They, they didn't want to hear a bunch know. of, they didn't really want to hear what we thought about the visuals or the acting. They just want to know about naked Oscar Isaac or naked. They wanted, Oscar they Isaac. wanted to know if we were going to get shirtless Oscar Isaac and we do. Okay. So. Okay. Well, it's good to know that that's what those fans are. So if you're listening and that's what you were really waiting for us to say, there you go. You're welcome. It's coming. Dad. Dad. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he is easy on the eyes. They're not wrong. I've, I mean, I'm, but, I'm not mad about it at all. No, for sure not. But there's probably other fans that care about other aspects as well. Right. Not which just, is why we, you know. we did our tweets about <laughs> did our the reactions. Other part. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But, you know, for those that were like, I don't care about those adjectives you use to describe the show. Right. Tell me the good gritty, stuff. It's awesome. Okay. Little horror aspect. No, we just want to know where he's shirtless. Well, there you go, folks. We'll make sure to put it in the show notes so it pops up for you. <laughs> I'm also pretty sure episode three, he might be shirtless for like a hot second. Mm-hmm. Or yep. he might just be in a tank top. Either way. It's fine, and you're going to enjoy it. So that's all you need to know. That's all you need to know. So, yeah. Gosh, man. I'm, again, episodes three and four. The whole series is just so, so good. So, like we said last week, we're going to say it again. Now that you've watched episode two, you've listened to us talk about it. Go back, watch episode one again, watch episode two again, and start, like, looking for things that aren't necessarily in focus, stuff off to the side, pay attention to clothing choices, mm-hmm. angles of the camera, the reflections, all of it. Cause I'm telling you, there's going to be so much to unpack after episode six. We're going to go back and be like, Oh, I see what they were doing. It was right there in episode one and I missed it. Right. It was right there the whole time. I'm excited for that, honestly. So I can't wait. I can't wait. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's so good. Like I'm still just sitting here like, oh man, how long do I have to wait for four? Or I mean for five now that we've seen one through four. Brutal. Brutal. (laughs) It's fine. I'm just going to be so excited. I get to watch them all over again and over and over and over. Yes. Because this is definitely And figure out how they tie into other things. That's all. Yes. Agreed. Agreed. I can't wait. Yep. Yep. Oh, so good. Oh, and then episode three. Mm, People, you're going to love that one, too. You're really going to love episode four, though. Oh, my God. Episode four. I just... I just, I love episode four so much. Well, I want to hear from people if they liked one or two better. Okay. And what they're looking forward to. And I also want to know if anybody's read any of the comic books and where they've recognized like spreads that they've recreated. Because there's definitely a handful where I know like, you know, they've pulled like straight from the comic book spreads. And not necessarily 
like I'm not sure that the storyline lines up exactly, but I know that they're definitely like panels that they pulled from from a you know from look perspective. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious if you know any of our listeners have noticed any of those yet. There's I mean, a lot more than I noticed later on, but yeah, I was gonna say episode three, episode four especially. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just rereading a one of the Moon Knight runs, and then I think it's I'm like I can't, I'm not gonna share because I think it's the one that they're pulling the most from. So I don't want to mm-hmm. say, but right, right. I mean, they're definitely pulling aspects from each one, but this one in particular, I think is the heaviest of the source material. Mm-hmm. Um, so, which again, Moon Knight comic fans, as I'm, I was on Reddit chatting with people and they were like, oh yeah, based on X, Y, and Z in the trailers, I've had a feeling, I have a feeling that this is the, this is the run. And I'm like, yeah. I think so too. I said I think so because I don't want to confirm because that's a spoiler. But right, right, right. <laughs> but they aren't wrong, is what I'm. You know what I would like. Right, to say. right. But I can't say that, so I'm not yeah, going to tell you. Just go read them all. Right. Um, yeah. No. Go read them all. Dot, like you know, I put out a list of what I thought oh, was yeah, a good go. like suggestion, but like. I mean, I, you know, I created it based on like what I knew, but like, again, like I'm not a huge, huge Moon Knight person, right? Like I just know some. And so I was like, okay, well, I know this is like the base history. I know these are some of the more popular ones. I know from the trailer that like there are panels pulled from here, but like, I don't know what else there might be that I'm missing because I'm not a huge, you know, because I'm not like Moon Knight 24 seven. Like, you know, if you'd given me an Avengers thing, I'd have been like, oh, hey, here we go. (laughs) But like. (laughs) you know so i was just you know i'm more curious like if there's anybody who's like hardcore moon knight that's like oh yeah this was this and like i you know this totally matches this exact panel from like this obscure one you know whatever that like i might not know because you know i haven't read every single one well we'll link to your list in our show notes and my breakdown and uh for sure yeah so we got your information and we want to talk theories. I've like, I want to talk uh, theories after four. Sure. I need four to air so we can all talk theories because I've been like dying to talk how we think it's going to go. Yeah. There's so few people we can talk to. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Geek Girls Universe podcast and listening to all things Moon Knight. Join us next week as we share all about Moon Knight episode three. If you have any news that you want to share with us in the meantime questions anything you know tag us on twitter at whiskey and sunshine and that ashley aaron until next time geeks bye thanks for listening join us next time for more geeky goodness